Camcast. Uh, guess what? We got another episode of WandaVision that just came out last Friday. And sorry I'm a little late to it, but I actually watched it a couple times because there's a lot going on. And I was actually really excited to watch it a second time because there's a lot going on. And it was a really important episode. And, you know, okay, going forward, spoilers. Okay, if you haven't seen WandaVision episode four, don't don't listen to this. Don't watch this. You know, go do something else. I'm going to be spoiling it because it's impossible to talk about this episode without there being any type of spoilers at all. And I want to talk about the spoilers because there's a lot of fun shit that just happened in this episode. So I'm going to give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. So the snap happened at the very beginning of this episode. Okay. Very beginning of this episode, Monica Rambeau, she gets snapped back just along with everybody else in this hospital where apparently uh, Monica's mom was in the hospital with cancer and, you know, basically, and you find out that, you know, Monica Rambo's mom died three years ago and then the doctor tells her that was two years, bef- two years before you disappeared. So it basically telling her it's been five years and it was pretty cool seeing that the snap is still alive and well within the MCU and that it really does have a lot of repercussions because, you know, when everyone came back, it wasn't all going to be easy. There were a lot of scenarios like, you know, where were people going to be dropped off at? Turns out they're, they're dropped off in the exact spot where they were, you know, originally. And they kind of just have to deal with what goes on with that afterwards. And it was, it was played amazingly, you know, all of a sudden, like all the, there's like, there's the ashes and the ashes become Monica Rambeau. And then she's kind of like awake and she feels like it, you know, she was gone for like maybe a, like a sleep for a couple of minutes, but it's been five years. And it's just really interesting, and I'm so glad the MCU did that. They really, like, no, I didn't expect that. When I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, shit, you know, like, I can't believe they're actually doing the snap right now. You know, the blip is really, it's going on right now, and it's in real time, and this is exactly how it would play out, and these are the things that we didn't really see. I mean, we saw a little bit of it in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home when they kind of show the kids coming back in the gym and the band and everything, but we don't see it to this extent, and it was masterful, right? So we find out that Monica Rambeau is an agent of S.W.O.R.D., and they they introduced Sword officially into this, so Sword is definitely in the uh, part of the MCU now. Um, and there's an off offhanded, I guess, an offhand conversation that Monica and the new director of Sword are talking about, and they're talking about astronauts. Okay, they're talking about astronauts, and it's an offhand, you know, comment. And basically, she's like, you know, how's the astronaut program? He's like, oh, it's dismal. Okay, guys, I have a feeling the astronauts that they're talking about could lead directly into the Fantastic Four. As we know that the you know the Fantastic Four, those you know Reed Richards and, and the gang, they're astronauts. And when cosmic energy comes their way, they get their powers and become the Fantastic Four. But what happens if they're in space, and the blip happens, and that's what gives them their powers? I could see that happening. Why why couldn't that happen? Why couldn't they do it a little bit differently than before? Or maybe like they're they're in space and all of a sudden like a different different energy comes for them because of the snap. And they get their powers that way. I have a feeling that was very strategic. And we know that Marvel is strategic in everything that they do. So I wouldn't see I I, I wouldn't put past wouldn't put it past Marvel to be able to do that type of thing. Then the episode moves forward and we see Randall Park, the FBI agent, you know, from uh who's it's Jimmy Woo is the character, but Randall Park's the actor. Randall Park's great. He plays Asian Jim in the office, and he was in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. He was the FBI agent that, you know, was kind of in charge of making sure that Scott Lang stayed under house arrest. And he's great. He has a couple of good moments. He has that card trick where he does the magic with the card, just like uh, you know Scott Lang did in Ant Man and the Wasp, and he you know asks him to to learn the trick and stuff like that. So his interactions are fun, and basically 
there's this disturbance at this town, which is a town where WandaVision, where, where Wanda is, and they're basically investigating it, right? So this episode is the episode that we were waiting for. This episode encompasses what's going on on the outside of this town for the first three episodes, which is something that we definitely needed, and it's something that makes it that much more interesting. Like, I don't know, I just it was really cool watching it from, it was basically us, Watching these people, like normal people, watch the show like we were watching the first three episodes and being like, why is this happening? What is going on? How is this happening? They're asking the exact same questions that we did. I mean, so I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. You know, you see Monica Rambeau get into this force field and it starts answering a little bit of our questions here and there. And then Darcy, which is Kat, uh, Kat Denning's character from uh, the Thor movies, she comes back. And she's been gone for a while. You know, she's been gone since... Um, I want to say 2013 with Thor The Dark World. It's been a long time since we've seen Darcy, you know, but she's back and she's the astrophysicist, so they're asking her a bunch of things. And she was able to find the signal that Wanda was putting out, which shows that basically a sitcom is happening and it's happening because they think Wanda is the one who's creating it. Um, and so they're, they're literally watching this sitcom to try to get intel on Monica and try to find out if she's okay. And they find out that she's dressed up in, you know, the... The, uh, the garb that is either the 60s, 70s, or 80s, depending on the three episodes that we saw. And Jimmy Woo, he says in there, he's like, so the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers. You know, and it's, he like, those type of lines are exactly why MCU is just, they're, and Kevin Feige, all these brains over there are just smarter than us. I mean, they just are. They're literally answering, or asking the exact same questions we're, at, uh, we're asking, because they know it's far-fetched, right? They know it's completely backwards. They know it's weird. But that's not the point. The point is they're they're trying to tell a a, di a different type of story here, and they're really succeeding. I mean, this is the this is the episode we needed to kind of say to kind of put a uh, a face to what's going on. You know, the first three episodes, it's we're literally we're there's 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 ins and outs of of kind of what's going on and the creepiness element to it. But this episode shows the backstory on you know uh, the bee the beekeeper that we saw is actually a sword agent that went underground. And he came up, but we don't know what happens to him. Um, that voice that we hear in the radio says, Wanda, 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 do you hear me? That's Jimmy Woo trying to get in contact with her, and she shuts it off. Um, and then, like, the part where Monica Rambeau gets blasted off, that's completely cut off from the, from the, uh, sorry, my hair's in my eye somehow. That's completely cut off from the episode that kind of, like, glitches. Even though we get to see it, we see the, we see Monica Rambeau get blasted out of this, uh, of this alternate reality type thing. But... It's, it's cut out, so the, the assumption is, and after Monica Rambeau comes back and she's kind of like dazed and confused, she's like, it's Wanda, it's Wanda. And uh, basically, she's saying that Wanda's the one who's created this parallel universe, and man, is it dark. Then the episode gets even creepier when Wanda and Vision are having an interaction. All of a sudden, the camera goes to Vision, and Vision's dead Vision. Like, he's full-on endgame Vision, like, with the stone out of his head, completely pale, like you know, clear eyes. It was it was pretty creepy. It rivaled that scene in Spider-Man: Far From Home where, you know, it's zombie Iron Man and it's creepy as hell. So I think it's even a little bit creepier when you know Vision's like, you know, we can go, and then Wanda's like, she's kind of like, she looks kind of crazy to be honest. She looks a little insane, and she says, no, we can't. You know, this is our home, kind of implying like this is the only place where she can keep Vision alive. But the question is like, why is she? I understand that she's she's completely distraught, and we and we get that. Like literally, the love of her life died, 
And oh yeah, I forgot to say, we basically have a time frame for when this show takes place now. Monica Rambeau, it's after the snap, and Monica Rambeau was five weeks she got to go back for S.W.O.R.D. So it's roughly five to six weeks after after the events in Endgame, meaning that it's also before the events of Spider-Man Far From Home. So it's somewhere in that in that line right there, which which could come into uh, into play later on whenever they have the new you know when the when the new Spider-Man movie comes out, when the new uh, when Black you know was it uh, Winter Soldier and and the Falcon comes out in March, and when Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness comes out. Um, so I think that the timeline is really important so you guys understand where we are exactly on the MCU timeline. So it's right after Endgame, five weeks after Endgame. You know, five to six weeks, give or take. But you guys, the show is just, it's its doing stuff I didn't anticipate that it would do. And then they break down every single care, you know person that's been on these sitcom episodes and they have them you know, with their real identities. They have their real driver's license next to them. But they don't have any identification of the character Dottie. So we don't know who that is. They have, they have no idea who the person Agnes is. Like, they have her picture up there, but they don't know exactly who she is. Like, there's no ID next to her. So, everyone so far that they put up there is real, but we're not sure who Dottie is, which is the blonde woman again. And then Agnes, who's Catherine Hahn's character. So, there's a little bit of creepiness still, you know, that, that lies there that we're just not sure what's going on. But this is a nine-episode show, so we have five episodes left. And I'm really curious where this is going. Um... And apparently, those two kids that, that are that are born, you know, Wanda's kids, they're going to be making appearances from now on in the MCU. I think they're called, like, Wicked and uh, something else. Wicked, uh, Wicked and Speed. Wicked and Speed. Who wound up being Young Avengers in the comics, but they could potentially be Young Avengers here, too. But basically, Wiccan has the same powers as Scarlet Witch, and Speed has the same uh, powers as Pietro Maximoff, which is, you know, Quicksilver. Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. So... There's a lot that could possibly happen here. So I'm going to get into some theories right now. There's a potential that we see some type of cameo from Quicksilver. It might not be Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. It might be Evan Peters' Quicksilver. I know I talked about that on the previous uh, review for episode three. But there's a possibility that we see that. There's a possibility that we see Doctor Strange in this show because he's the only other person that can really alter realities. And, you know, besides Scarlet Witch, but... I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm excited. But it was cool seeing all these different characters from different MCU properties come together. You, know, you have Scarlet Witch and Vision, Monica Rambeau, who was originally in Captain Marvel, Darcy from Thor, and then Randall Park from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is what the MCU does. They put all these random characters together, even these like super side characters, right? And they, they're able to like expand those roles and make the story just interesting. I don't know how Marvel keeps doing this, but they're hitting it out of the park with even... This. I mean, the first three episodes, I was like, yeah, this is okay. You know, it's all right. But I knew that there was something more because I know Marvel. Like I've said before, few people know Marvel as well as I do or take the time to want to learn Marvel as well as I do. But I know. So I knew that we were about to get some type of twist at some point. I just didn't know it would be like that where the, the characters like Jimmy Woo and Darcy were going to be asking the questions out loud, like audibly, to the other characters in those scenes that I was asking internally to myself, like, why is this happening? Why do they make a sitcom? You know, what's going on with these people? You know, what's, it's, it's amazing. It, I mean, I thought it was, it felt like, it felt like they were, like, I was in, like, in the show for a little bit. Like, I was, like, asking those questions. And to me, that's awesome when a show is smart enough to understand what it's doing and to basically put the voice of the, of the viewer in that, in the episode perfectly. I mean, that's just like, come on, guys, that's, 
That's exciting. I love that shit. That's fucking, that's awesome, you know? Um, I'm just excited for the episode this week, episode five. It, my guess is we're going to go back into the, uh, I think it's, it'll be an 80s TV show this time, an 80s sitcom. So that could be one of, you know, many, many things. Um, then we'll probably have 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Looks like a few, like in, in I saw the couple previews. Looks like they're going to be doing like a modern family type sitcom uh, series as well within the confines of WandaVision. So that'll be interesting to look out for. Look out for that probably, I'd say, episode seven or eight, somewhere in there. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm just, I'm excited about this show. The show keeps getting better. And after, you know, episode four, like, I'm just, I can't wait for what's next. So uh, if you have any, my, I want to get some conversations in on this. If you want to get on the Camcast. If you want to get on the Instagram, it's at cam.cast. And let's have some conversations about this because there's a lot of fun things to talk about here. And I'm definitely excited, you guys. Um, and please like and subscribe down below. Comment on the YouTube video. I'll respond to you. I definitely will. I mean, like, my views and everything are super low. So I, I want to try to be as engaging as I can right now. And you know what, guys? Let's let's. I'm, I'm excited for episode five this week. So if you're excited for episode five, let me know what you thought of episode four right here in the bottom. And, or you can go onto my anchor page and leave me a voicemail and I'll appreciate that as well. Also, if you DM me on Instagram, I will send you free stickers. Okay. I'm trying to get some of these stickers out so that way we can get some of this merch out there, get it, get it flying across the, across the, uh, the Instagram and the other social medias. I, it's, I think they're good stickers. I like the logo. It's got the, uh, the handle on it. So I'm pretty excited about it, but guys, you know, tune in for this week when we talk about episode five and as always, peace and love. Thanks.